listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. You better give me the respect I deserve. Or I'ma take it by force. Bless you with a forty-five coat, make you somersault, shock you with a couple hundred thousand vote thunderbolts before you went to the war. Now you want to talk? It's about who strikes the hardest, who's not who strikes first. That's why I laughed when I heard that whack ass verse. That shit was worse. Pause. Rhyme I ever heard in my life. Cause the greatest rapper of all time died on March 9th. God bless his soul. Rest in peace, kid. It's, be- it's because of him now. At least I know what beef is. It's not what I would call this. Nah, see, this is something different. Uh, what? He said that? Uh-huh. Well, it was in the rhymes. A faggot nigga trying to sure? make a living off of dissing. Somebody that he gotta know is better than him, but he feeling himself cause he got more cheddar than him. Well, let me tell you something. You might got more cash than me, but I ain't got, but well, you ain't got the skills to eat a nigga's ass like me. What's going on, cannabis? <laughs> You, you just called this man gay as a slur and then you just talked about eating a man's ass with, with your skills it's, i gotta start reading these before i get <laughs> hey guys this is the blackout tips podcast your host rod and Karen. <laughs> we're in the house on a uh on a tuesday is it tuesday i think yeah. it is sometimes i, I really do lose track of the days it's i feel tuesday. like it's let me check my fitbit it is tuesday the 11th um <laughs> it is a tuesday guys um and we're back so uh thank you for listening and all that stuff um because we uh definitely have more stuff to talk about mm-hmm. um because things continue to happen if you guys would believe it the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme 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 um and of course uh we got all kinds of stuff to talk about here um so we might as well get into it i guess before we even started i did want to say this because this is on my heart today um if if you are a fan of us and a fan of me and and karen specifically um i do feel like uh the events over the last few weeks like watching people's faves do shit and then watching people that you know some i respect some i tolerating all this kind of shit but watching people kind of like move the line for everybody depending on how much they like them right um just like don't work i don't call that loyalty like that's not loyalty to me like i make a promise with all my friends everybody that's my friend has had eventually this conversation with me especially if it's a guy because it, it inevitably it inevitably comes up when you talk about like going into public spaces and what happens when there's a fight you know someone's always like man if i get in the fight man would you have my back and i don't and i you know i felt like a weirdo because i've said this my whole life but you know i really do mean it and I, and it's not you know no shade if someone doesn't want to be my friend i understand but i'll have your back if you're right yeah, you know what yeah, now i will admit that and my thing i'm not a fighter but if you right i'm gonna take them licks for you and believe you me if i take a lick for your ass and there is love there yeah i mean i think that is a big caveat to friendship but i think that that's having integrity right. you know like if my friend says or does something that is fucked up then i want to be the per- kind of person that can be like dude that was fucked up you know um whether it's with love or kindness or whether you know whatever you know um i i hate to see people make mistakes you know but people are human and they're going to i'm gonna make mistakes karen's gonna make mistakes 
uh everybody makes i've made mistakes you know what i mean yes, i have and continue to make them yes um but if you think loyalty to at least to to me i can't speak for everybody but if you think loyalty to me is just when i'm wrong just being like fuck everybody that got something to say about him being wrong then then that's don't do that for me please that's not something i asked for um it's not something i want you know i wasn't a popular kid in high school and i don't feel like this podcast or the internet is my second chance to be the popular kid at high school it's i i understand how people probably see things from the outside but if you know me you know me that shit doesn't motivate me one bit um i'm really really happy with a lot of the things going on in my life Mm -hmm. and you know i'll try to improve on different things every day but one of the things that you know i've never coveted was the idea of blind loyalty i think there's a lot of people that in their minds and in their actions they feel like once i reach a certain level i expect people to cape for me the way they cape for everybody else and um if that's the thing that people want i mean there are plenty of people that are willing to do that i'm just saying if you listen to this show you didn't sign up for a cult no you did not you didn't sign up to uh you know to 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 be in our hive you didn't sign up to you know when we go out and do fucked up shit to be around going no it's not fucked up and here's why you didn't sign up for that and i value people that are more loyal to their principles than just being loyal to people you know because people i would look at it like this i'm not a static thing i'm not i'm a person i can change i would be more encouraged by somebody's idea to at least present or believe that i could change you know what i mean rather than to just stubbornly say well this is where he at leave him alone i don't think people get better that way you know and this is apropos of nothing basically because this isn't like something that like well guys this thing happened and i want to come out and tell you guys my um you know what what how i fucked up the other day no this is just before anybody even claims some shit was said or done that nothing has happened but i just feel like this is a time to say it because i i've been absorbing a lot of this shit that's just kind of in the atmosphere and seeing how people are like going so hard that's not that's not what i want now that's what a lot of people do want and you know that they're not and nobody's gonna stop them from getting that there's people that when in their mind when they start a podcast a social media thing a page a blog or whatever in their mind the end goal is one day i will be saying my opinions and everyone will either agree with me or be attacked for not agreeing with me and that's not the way i operate you know um i do believe in integrity and diplomacy and all of those things as well i do believe in knowing how to talk to people i mean you know i don't i don't find that to be so far-fetched but you know at the same time you know i'm human and everyone's human and people are gonna fall short of that even the standards that you set for yourself but what i don't want is to see like some some of the ways i see people navigating life i'm like that person has no reason to ever grow to be a better person they have no reason to understand because people insulate them from anything that would challenge them to be a better person correct even when people know they're wrong they're like it's more important to protect that person's feelings and 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 more even more than their feelings it's more important to to protect the idea of this person in my brain than what they actually do and say correct um and i don't know like i said if you feel like that's something a favor you're doing for us please don't 
because i prefer not to have that favor done you know what i mean like um it, to me it just feels like it keeps people stuck in the same place uh and i honestly don't value it you know what i mean like uh to the like how some people feel that that is absolutely what support should be and shit it's not my idea of support it's not my idea of uh loyalty none of that shit is and and like i said i'm the friend that you know i'm like dude if you are getting jumped by some motherfuckers and you ain't do shit then yeah we riding on them but if you walked up and grabbed some some girl's ass and then everybody turned around and smacked you i'm not coming in and being like get your hands off my boy like i'm i'm not that friend and if you need that friend go find that friend you know what i mean because that because that's not something i'm willing to do um and i think it matters uh to people um that you have i think one of the few things you can have and it's limitless like there's no scarcity on it it's not they're not gonna run out because i got a lot you got a lot and everybody got a lot um is um integrity everybody can have it if they want it it's not it's not a thing where i got integrity so therefore you can't you know what i mean um integrity is a thing that i think people need to navigate spaces with more than more often you know it's kind of the shit that maybe people will never hear about you know it's the thing that i mean a lot of times when i hit my friends up about something um it's it's a lot of times it'll just be because i saw something they did that no it's not getting retweets likes uh, they're not getting patted on the back it's not gonna go viral so half the time people don't even know what happened but i'll hit them up behind the scenes and be like hey man like i appreciate your integrity like it takes a good it takes a a person that understands more than just themselves right to to approve to to have the integrity to be like that was fucked up i was wrong for that because the ego is a motherfucker your ego is always like you're right fuck everybody no one knows what they're talking about i i've come on the air and said shit and felt bad about it and apologized and even during the midst of those apologies people were telling me not to people were saying well you're right you shouldn't feel bad you shouldn't have apologized but i don't respect that like this isn't about me feeling bad or feeling good or whatever it's about making something right that when you wrong people and that goes a long way you know like um whether it's for your social capital or for your personal capital like it goes a long way in my opinion when when you're able to say yo i fucked up um yeah and and for some reason we live in a society where admitting you're wrong saying i'm sorry my bad saying i'm fucked up it's like the worst thing you could say in the world i do not know what happened and i I have come to the conclusion that I'm a rarity for that. Like, people don't know how to apologize. They don't know how to say sincere apologies. And the thing about apologizing is that when you apologize, you need to acknowledge what was done, understand what was done, because people acknowledge shit but still don't understand what it did wrong, understand it was what was done, and then take action to make a change. And that requires a lot from people and a lot of people like you said that ego stuff then fuck that i'm right y'all wrong and they don't grow as a person well sometimes you don't even know sometimes you don't understand correct and and i like i know a lot of people get on people for apologizing when they don't know what they did wrong and shit because we all expect these perfect apologies and these perfect people sometimes i i i understand when someone apologizing they're like i don't get it 
like i don't get why what i said was so fucked up um because sometimes people aren't capable of getting something that fast but they know that they pissed off a lot of people people that they respect and shit like that and they and they'll back off like i apologize for what i said i apologize for offending people and shit and people will still kind of go in sometimes because they're angry they're human beings but in general i can kind of appreciate that even because that's still a marker of integrity because you just you knew enough to know you fucked up right you know so um i think a lot of that shit is um glossed over like you said people think apologies make people weak now people think Mm -hmm. changing your mind make people weak Mm -hmm. you know and it's so weird because that's the shit that like republicans value that like our the term flip-flop started because republicans were going in on john Kerry, and it stuck with our in our in our in the zeitgeist to this day like people's people have on all kinds of sides of different issues different political spectrums they still feel like the idea of saying you were ever wrong on something it's, and now have a different opinion is a sign of weakness right and and it's amazing that people feel like that because everybody has fucked up at some period of time the views you had at 12 hopefully you don't have them same motherfucking views now the views you had at 18 hopefully you don't have those views now hopefully you have grown evolved changes the person in some way shape form or fashion but for some reason we live in a society where wherever they snapshot you at that shit is forever and you can't move past this point you can't go beyond this point you can't have a different change in view you can't evolve and i'm like that shit don't make sense and it's not human behavior yeah even um like i was thinking about you know how i grew up because i think a lot of the stuff that's encouraged now is fighting online you know everybody says they hate to see people fight that oh i like these people i hate to see them fight everybody loves that shit they can't wait to go to people's page and drop like those eye emojis and like and retweet and talk subtweet and talk about it on their timeline everybody loves a fight is you know is especially on the internet where you can't get shot you can't catch a straight bullet <laughs> but even in real life people love a fight people say they hate seeing a fight but the motherfuckers will run towards a fight it's always a crowd at the fight like is no no you know no, no shade to anybody but it's always a crowd there um but one of the things uh the way i grew up was i mean i grew up getting in fights you know i don't think it was i don't know depending on the person you talk to it was my fair share of fights i'll put it that way i i had a smart mouth y'all guys know i got a sense of humor and everybody can take that shit um i was also kind of a nerd i wore glasses and i had asthma and shit and sometimes people would just try you and um in a lot of cases um one of the things i learned is that um you know you're gonna have to fight sometimes but one of the things my dad instilled in me was the fact that everything doesn't have to be a fight Mm -mm. and you don't have to fight everybody um like this isn't about proving nothing to anybody this isn't about my masculinity or my manhood which many of my friends as black kids did not get that kind of support at home they were taught you do need to fight people if you don't fight them i'm gonna whoop your ass when you get home if you lose the fight i'm gonna whoop your ass when you get home right you know i i know people that i grew up with that literally i've seen their parents tell them that um some of you in the audience you your parents have probably told you something similar to that where if you don't fight this person or i heard you got beat up and you gonna i'm gonna whoop your ass you gonna get two ass whoopings you know i've heard that before um but my parents were a bit of the opposite i got punished for getting in fights when i could have inv- avoided the fight right you know my dad never sat down and taught me to fight 
you know i took taekwondo for a couple for like a summer or something like a couple classes but but like i never like i didn't learn to fight you know what i mean my dad didn't instill that as like you will be a man because you're belligerent you know and i think a lot of people you know and it's not just men i think a lot of our people black people we grew up fighting we grew up like the idea of not having the ability to fight back in this society as a black person is like a death sentence so you know i i go i know our parents meant well teaching people to fight they don't want you to go out into this rough world unprepared you know um they don't want you to be no punk and all this all this shit that you know some of is heavily toxic but the point being i understand that a lot of people meant well but um at the same time i think integrity sometimes means resisting the urge to fight when you can find another way you know like it, it's not cowardice this isn't being afraid to fight this is it's just about exhausting the resources and until you have no other recourse right and that's how I, that now that's how i function yeah that's that's my goal at any rate you know um i haven't always been able to achieve that goal you know it, personally and professionally like there's been times where i was like damn I, I really went in hard and heavy right away and didn't allow this person the opportunity to to acquit themselves or to grow at all you know it's why when we talk about people on the show i try to do it with some level of like empathy and understanding to to certain to a certain degree with certain people because i'm like i don't want to not allow the fact that they are just they're a human being you know what i mean i don't want to not allow that but at the same time um if it will be less than having integrity to just ignore when people fuck up and and do fuck shit and then just hide behind like that's my friend y'all better not talk about her and shit like that you know we all have our people that we um you know that we want to see do well but at the mm-hmm. same time wanting to see somebody doing well and see and them doing well aren't the same aren't mutually exclusive it doesn't mean that when you don't do well i have to come out and be like well, no it was well enough like sometimes you have to be like yeah it was fucked up so um anyway if we're on that list of people where it's like i don't give a fuck what they say and do i'm gonna I'm be standing for these niggas don't do that don't i would prefer not if you really legitimately feel like some shit we did was wrong or fucked up don't try to twist what we said into something else don't try to you know you don't have to stand for us you don't have to argue with other people that you know you don't have to do any of that shit if they if you if they have a legitimate gripe and it's something we can improve on then then i would rather be encouraged to improve rather than to to not do it and to be and and at least at the minimum i'd I'd like to know where i'm fucking up so at least it's a conscious decision because people have hit us up before with certain things where i'm like we're gonna have to make the conscious decision to not do that yeah. Like, thank you for making us aware of it but we're not going to do that because this is the this this is the thing we do with our show or whatever right completely understand you know mm-hmm. people hit me up i don't like when you live tweet on on twitter you probably can't follow me and that's right. fine i'm not gonna stop doing it Mm-mm. and I, I but at least i understand you know mm-hmm. some of my best friends we started on a disagreement we started on something we didn't see eye to eye now for the most part i'm pretty open-minded i think i'm a pretty good person that um most of my quote-unquote disagreements with people are normally just misunderstandings Mm -hmm. um but even still sometimes it is just a flat-out disagreement and i appreciate the people that took the time out to 
to talk about it you know so all right let's get into the show show but uh that was just something i was thinking about because uh you know feels like everybody's been in turmoil at some point this last couple of weeks with just somebody right, right. It's, it's it's been something and like like i said as, as far as um when you talk about like fighting and things like that i'm put like this i am i didn't grow up fighting like my mama didn't raise me to just go out and just you know fight people and beat them up and things like that i've never really had to deal with that i never really dealt with bullying and things like that um but i do know uh that i use like other avenues quote unquote per se mm-hmm. i have put my hands on people before but for me to put my hands on you i've literally have had to exhaust every when i tell you every avenue every other avenue is like you have left me no other choice um violence is truly my last option and tell you right now that's why i fuck with people that don't brawl and fight like most of the people that i hang with if something happens where it's a brawl they're gonna be on the right side like like i don't fuck with people that just fight just for the sake of fucking fighting like no i'm not gonna rock with you because i i I don't live in that type of a world but that's how i function um and i think too uh I agree with uh a lot a lot of uh, a lot of things that you said. I think as I've grown um older and stronger and things like that, you realize that there's other avenues that you can take as an adult that you might not have ex- access to as a child. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the thing as adults, I think people continue that fighting and it's part of our culture, man. People want to see a fight and I think people go in and they say things you can't take back right. and they do things you can't forgive and um you know i just i like i just think that people encourage it so much um and and and, i mean everybody me included like there's times i see something i'm like get that nigga but (laughs) but at the same time i'm like there's no way they can mend that bridge like how the fuck do you get over some of these things they're not you know but you know i i just think all i'm saying is this if you legitimately think we are wrong or fucked up on something you ain't like you don't have to defend us for that because i see people getting on and people you know we're black man we find some solace in another person's success but also it's a tightrope for that person where they feel like i gotta be putting on for blackness all the time i gotta fucking be you know i can't never fuck up these motherfuckers gonna roast me and there's a fear to it that isn't really freedom either Mm -hmm. and i feel empathy for those people but at the same time i don't feel like my job as a black person is to take up for you when you fuck up i just don't think so you know like that's that's nobody's job just like um especially if you're not acknowledging it at all how can i expect you to get better at least if somebody was like look i fucked up my bad y'all at least they give you some level of like something to work with we were like well they did apologize i mean shit they seem to get it they did this this and this sometimes people are just like man fuck it and fuck you you know so i don't know all right uh let's go ahead and get into uh the show show oh show note just found out that our panel from revolt con is gonna be on tv Woo-hoo! yeah thursday at 7 p.m est on uh revolt tv if you get that channel mm-hmm. we get it here at um at uverse um in charlotte so um well, I was like, we, we probably watch it again 
yeah i don't know karen will probably watch it i probably won't I watch will. it but uh i'll probably record it Thank just you. just to say just i mean i already said it to record just to say okay. i got it but uh yeah y'all can see us next to um tax stone and combat jack mm-hmm. and uh dj oh my god debate to do for the drink champs how am i going to blink i'm gonna say dj F- uh, fn fn dj yeah. fn thank you can't remember that i didn't mm-hmm. uh and then nori makes a guest appearance which that, is essentially it, it, it was a lot of fun storms the podcast drunk and just goes on a rant that lasts about 20 minutes y'all it was right. amazing it, it was so much fun so for those of you that was like i had i missed it i seen the clips i want to see it live i couldn't make it this is your chance to actually see the recording of the trip to miami and so now now that we're about to be on tv on revolt tv thursday we finally made it uh i just had to say this um some of you podcasters y'all don't want us to get free okay (laughs) and you need to step your damn game up okay i'm tired of y'all blackity black ass podcasters coming around here acting like you so woke talking bad to the puff daddy and these black people at revolt tv you need to learn how to talk to people if you want them to help you and i'm not just talking about you know the the the, all the black people that don't support i'm talking about the good well-meaning black folks that want to see us do well okay i'm saying you got and, and also stop asking them for money to pay for your flight to pay for your hotel rooms to pay for your meals hell no okay they pay for ours okay but we but we full now and i know y'all hungry too bad all right you need to stop whining and complaining all the time now that we have made it to tv okay now that we are on y'all niggas is off okay i'm gonna need all y'all to just be suck it up and deal with the sour grapes okay because we you you, the, the line is closed okay we made it in last one in the door we're locking y'all niggas <laughs> out okay see us on tv see karen in full makeup all right see us sitting next to an alleged murderer see us do that okay see the audience beaumont jones is in the crowd he was see us talking to noriega that's just see us talking with combat jack all right and take your joy out of that but some of y'all woke ass fake full podcast y'all need to stop this shit and let it go okay you keep going on your talk show you do a podcast talking too bad about these these puff daddy and these black folks at revolt con stop it okay that's not how we got where we are mm-hmm. we don't never talk bad about people ever but now y'all motherfuckers are talking too much and it's, and it's starting to bother us okay so cut it out and oh don't let me leave this out either you light-skinned podcasters oh lord mm-hmm you're, you're mixed right you're going too hard on these you're going too hard on puff daddy and them okay ease up okay don't nobody care about you gotta perform your black podcasting coming in all oh i don't i'm extra angry i don't i'm mad yeah well you know what that's not all it is the black podcasting good luck keep sucking on them sour grapes what is, what is that? What are you doing? Mm. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. I'm just uh, enjoying these sour grapes you brought. What you got there? Sour grapes. You got a grip of sour grapes. Oh, them sour grapes. You brought them sour grapes. Sour grapes. Sour grapes. You got them sour grapes. Oh, sour grapes.
sucking them sour grapes yeah un tv list motherfuckers we're gonna be on tv just me and karen nobody else don't even look at the other people on the panel we made it not you you're angry sour grapes motherfuckers that's all we're saying all right what's wrong with you um you know i'm on karen that's what's wrong i'm on and you niggas is off that's all it ain't nothing personal okay maybe y'all can act like us and y'all can be here one day if you be nice to puff daddy that's all we saying all right let's get into the news to all this bad news about lgbtq people around the world <laughs> lgbt students have been traumatized during the oklahoma capital visit when staffer warns of cross-dressers in the bathroom what i doubt that's on the syllabus karen kipgen page program supervisor for the oklahoma house of representatives sent out a capital-wide email warning visitors and the staff of cross-dressers in the building the page program is for high school sophomores juniors and seniors seeking to serve in the house of help uh, to help elected officials several sources saw raw story uh sent raw story photos of the email of kip gins warning uh as per the speaker's office pages are being allowed to access to the ladies room across from 401 for today again there are cross dressers in the building cross dressers the state's lgbt organization oklahomans for equality as well as planned parenthood and other hiv aids advocacy groups were visiting the capitol as part of an education advocacy day a bill was proposed by state representative emily virgin to update the hiv aids education to reflect scientifically accurate information but the legislation failed during the house vote 
republicans in the oklahoma legislature have legislature have repeatedly shunned their constituents through discrimination virgin a democrat from norman told raw story just a few weeks ago the speaker refused to take action to allow muslim students access to their representatives today he's taken it a step further by reinforcing false and dangerous stereotypes to children i'm with about 70 traumatized students right now toby jenkins the oklahomans for equality executive director told raw story over the phone he explained that they went to the house speaker charles mccall's office with questions about the email but the speaker refused to meet with them he did tell them that the email did not come from the speaker's office and that they're investigating whose office sent the email like her name ain't on the signature Jenkins said that they demanded an apology from McCall and that they'd be leaving the Capitol at 1 p.m. The speaker's office said they wouldn't have an answer by that time. When speaking to the Gailey, Oklahoma, uh, Jenkins said that the group had several transgender and gender nonconforming students with them. They've been visiting legislators and using the bathrooms they are comfortable with. That's a term of, uh, derision and bigots not the language that educated informed people use that is insulting and shameful yeah that's so that's why she said cross-dresser to refer to people that were either gender non-conforming or trans right um, that's why i was like you you saying that as as a slap in the face yeah it's clearly a um an insult and it's meant to be that way on purpose right um these are public bathrooms paid for by public tax dollars we won't leave today without understanding this is that what this is the people's house this is the kind of thing that kids deal with in the halls of schools not the halls of the capital um yeah this is ridiculous man I, my thing is let's say you didn't do it but whoever did it had access to your email and used your signature so you may as well have done it they, they just said it didn't come behalf. they didn't come from their the senate office but clearly her name is right there she might not be the senator but she worked right. there and she ain't in trouble you know right somebody somewhere logged in somewhere got access so they're actually doing shit on your behalf so yes you might as well have done it and what is this warning supposed to mean they're cross dresses on the on the campus guys okay what's gonna happen you know unless this is a warning to them to be like hey don't kill nobody today because i know y'all motherfuckers want to shoot somebody but uh listen there are gonna be people coming in the bathrooms you're not used to seeing don't kill them if that's what you meant because the only people that are threat under threat are the people that are lgbtq going to these bathrooms having to deal with this shit correct it's not it's not the straight people that are under any level of threat Mm-mm. i'm fine yeah uh speaking of which a texas man follows a woman into the bathroom to check her gender because she was dressed like a man according to him yep he can decide that um keep in mind this person isn't trans they're just a woman who had a baseball cap on tonight a woman from the colony says she was confronted by a man while trying to use a public restroom it scared me at first my whole uh my my first thought was i'm about to be attacked um just because i am 5'3 female that's jessica rush she says this happened last week while she was being treated for an injured arm at baylor medical center in frisco she was about to enter a stall when she noticed a man follow her into the restroom rush captured what happened next on her cell phone take a look wait what did you say i, I said you can't do like a girl when i saw you enter so i thought it was a a boy yeah i understand one thing if you are like a cop of like the dallas police department but just some random guy coming in i think is absolutely absurd and inappropriate now we reached out to baylor's media relations department they say they could not verify if this incident happened at one of their facilities 
and had no other comments on the matter well tomorrow rockwall will become the okay yeah we actually saw this one before but not this story they did i guess it made it to the news now but originally it was just that video that african sounding black dude that was checking her gender how you check that well i'm gonna need to see what's between your legs i'm sorry but uh citizens arrest like what the fuck what would even matter no one was even in that bathroom Nah. Um, let's see. Um, there's a, there was a transgender boy, nine years old. He was awarded $18,000 and a formal apology after being kicked out of a scout pack because he, some of the parents complained, even though all the kids accepted him. Because kids are not as bigoted as their parents Mm-mm. until they're taught that shit. Correct. You know, you essentially have to unteach the, uh, the, <laughs> the equality out of kids it's like yeah uh, yeah you know it's all the time you see if you have young kids you know um if they play sports and stuff like that you see it all the time they're like oh yeah that's so-and-so she's a she's a she's a a a boy but she's a girl or something like that they don't necessarily have a language for it but it don't bother them but they're not but right the point is they're not like oh my god how am i gonna ever take a piss again knowing (laughs) that this this person's out there like they're just like they don't know to be fucked up about it they like literally adults put that into them mm-hmm. and then they stigmatize these people for the rest of their fucking lives man you know that's how it's that's so yeah i'm not surprised that nine-year-olds were like what's the problem with with this like why 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 is everyone mad why are the yeah, adults i've known tripping? them all my life we don't went to elementary school together what's the problem right joe maldonado nine was kicked out of the scouts last year just after just one month his mom says because other parents hated that he is transgender he's now been awarded eighteen thousand dollars and issued a formal apology by the boy scouts of america uh he was allowed back into the club scouts earlier this year which now who knows how the kids and everybody hopefully they just feel like cool our friends back hopefully their parents haven't put more haven't made this a bigger issue right because you know they'll tell them that's wrong da, 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 and then next time they see him they'll start treating treating her differently yeah him him him, him. differently i'm sorry my uh, bad my it's bad all, it's all right. differently. i know we talk about a lot of these stories um boy scouts of america earlier this year began admitting transgender children uh a nine-year-old new jersey boy was ordered eighteen thousand dollars and issued a formal apology um yeah and i mean not that it really matters but when you look at him you would there's no reason to think he he's not a nine-year-old boy you know what i mean <laughs> like it's so fucking stupid man and i'm glad they lost that money they're lucky it didn't go further probably could have got more than eighteen thousand dollars no they could have and it also makes me wonder if they didn't get the money would they admit that they were wrong if they didn't you know what i mean like if you didn't have to go well look we're suing and we want to be compensated for what you've done to our child if they would have been like okay uh well now that okay now that you want some money about it uh well you here's some money can we settle out of court and we'll let them back in you know because they didn't want them problems right so that was anyway i mean i guess that's some level of justice got some money and back in the scouts and uh, i hope i hope uh his treatment there is is good now yeah i hope it didn't affect him because that's a lot right. you you there and all of a sudden you can't go anymore like that that's traumatizing right and also i don't even i never understood how the boy scouts could be so fucking protective of this like alpha male status when them niggas wear short shorts and handkerchiefs and get 
sewing badges and shit what are y'all talking about what is there to protect you know what i mean like you're already uh, you're already uh at a level where people would associate y'all with um things that 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 are anti-masculine you know what i mean in the in the in the most sophomoric meaning of that word like uh, very immature but yeah yeah the very immature like so i don't understand how you get off on being like and we don't like gay people and trans people you're like well, but we'll show you how to cook the hell out of a salmon while you go rock climbing with two sticks you rub together for the fire i'm like how the fuck did y'all get this dress code in <laughs> right 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 somebody put that together that had a little bit of fashion sense something mm-hmm well coordinated y'all out here looking avant-garde and then coming down ah! on gay people and shit come on man right. it's not even practical it's not like y'all wear camo and jogging pants in the woods y'all niggas wear short shorts and fucking like neckerchiefs and had a nerve that fucking nerve of people right. come that, on, dog. that big ass hat that they that like smoky the bear and shit it doesn't make no sense no it doesn't oh yeah i got a i got a badge in not time i just gotta sew this badge on the fuck are you talking about you don't like gay people uh, right what the hell is wrong with you shit uh, maybe that's it they just scared that the gay people gonna show out man they gonna show up and be like you know i'm gonna take a couple buttons off this shirt <laughs> no, i don't need no off. undershirt with this let me put this little negative over here on my nipples i'm about to come <laughs> i'm about to be shining in my short let me roll these short shorts all the way up it's time right. to put the gams on these niggas right they gonna they gonna fuck around whenever they have their little sort of thing. They're gonna be like, well, God damn, we only actually do one. You did the whole quilt. Yes, right. sir, I sure did. I put this badge on my, on, I put, y'all even putting these badges on, on a cape? Yeah, I got a cape full of badges, yeah, man. That's how cape. I wear mine. Oh, y'all just wearing it the regular way. Psh. Anyway, uh, this is a sad story. Human Rights Watch calls on Indonesia to release men facing 100 lashes for gay sex you can get beaten for having gay sex in indonesia uh over the weekend this is from tylerroad.com over the weekend we reported on disturbing arrests of in the akek uh akek province province in indonesia of two gay men in their late in their 20s that were discovered having sex the men now face a brutal caning of 100 lashes under sharia law punishment human rights watch is calling for the men to be released the arrest and detention of these two men underscores the abuse embedded in uh i hit i said i don't know if i'm pronouncing that right uh discriminatory anti-lgbt ordinances um shit that's places on this earth where you can get beaten with and killed for just being gay mm-hmm. that's a uh, you know like that's still a thing that's going on yeah it, it is a thing you know it happens here uh we kind of sort of almost got laws against it but over there they like nah fuck it right uh cell phone video foot yeah there was a raid cell phone video footage of the raid apparently shot by one of the vigilantes and circulating on social media shows one of the two men visibly distressed as he calls for help on his cell phone please brother please stop one of the men says in the video my parents want to talk to you they can pick me up uh i says uh i say uh surreal ordinances empower members of the public as well as the special Sharia police to publicly identify and detain anyone suspected of violating these rules. I I literally can't imagine. You know, can't imagine. Because, I mean, are they caning straight people and shit there, too? I mean, what is the... 
Oh. It's like, oh, we caught this dude having sex. They probably just came to woman if it's straight people, right? There's, That's how it always is. <laughs> if it's straight, you well, always, we gotta stone this bitch to death. You always came to woman out here sucking the dick of a married man. You're like, but he was. Wait a minute. What, what are the rules? All right. Um. Let's see. Is there anything else I want to break y'all's heart with? Ha ha. <laughs> um oh here's a good one the national women's hockey league just made a major move to protect transgender players wonderful gender identity has always been a spectrum but we haven't always had the right uh language to talk about it now that we have started creating a le- learn and learning new words to express ourselves we are better equipped uh to challenge uniformed wait uninformed uh traditional ideas about gender and doing so we find ourselves also challenging gender spaces like bathrooms gender specific schools and even sports teams recently the national women's hockey league took a huge step forward in understanding gender identity one that should be followed by every other sports league the new york times reports that the nwhl uh will unveil a new policy at the end of 2016 protecting its players rights to express gender identity beyond the male female binary because the league is for women broadening and bending the definition of who is a woman sets a very important and very inclusive president precedent right yeah it's like the opposite of how men manhood is seen exclusionary and shit it's like well if we're gonna replace that 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 idea with something it has to be an idea that's radical about the way that it goes about including people According to the Times, a three-page policy supports athletes choosing to express their gender beyond the binary of female and male. The decision came after Harrison Brown joined the team. Harrison is a 23-year-old player from Buffalo Buttes and a transgender man. He came out publicly via ESPN.com just hours before the start of the hockey season. Before he was out, Harrison had played on the team using a different name. Harrison reportedly approached the team about his transition in the fall and played without guidelines until now. In the future, though, Harrison said he's glad other transgender players will know they are welcome i feel accomplished that i was able to get the ball rolling on that and save some grief for any trans player that may come into the league after me the league does place some restrictions on transgender women because of concerns about fair play the restrictions allow transgender women to play in the league as long as their testosterone levels test within the normal range for cisgender female players other than that the league allows any players assigned female at birth regardless of their gender identity even though this is the only the league's second year in existence it's already ahead of the game when it comes to gender mm-hmm. that's much more inclusive than every other sport i mean bar is very low but you know um i that's i mean overall i think that's a, a good thing mm-hmm. uh let's just leave on that one because you know who knows what's next right we good we good uh all right news news other news um a study says one third of americans would regularly eat lab-grown meat lab-grown meat producers memphis meat broke the internet a couple weeks ago when they introduced that clean fried chicken and a duck oh, they got clean fried chicken and duck mm, delicious <laughs> did they look is the duck greasy because you know duck, real duck that's an oily meat um i don't know but uh, i mean it's not like i tried it uh oh, i have duck is delicious no it's not like i tried the oh, okay. the, the you know the lab grown duck mm-hmm. um 
it's a telling sign that lab-grown meat also known as cultured meat is becoming more significant part of the discussion of the future of meat with that in mind researchers at the university of queensland in australia decided to survey a group of over 600 americans none of whom had tried any cultured meat products to answer one key question would you be willing to eat lab-grown meat through a series of detailed questions about the subject's backgrounds and attitudes on lab-grown meat the researchers concluded about two-thirds of those surveyed would be willing to try lab-grown meat a third of the total group also said they would be down to regularly consume lab-grown meat of course not everybody was on board the study also found that a fourth of participants considered cultured meat to be unethical and that those with higher incomes or vegetarian vegan lifestyles were less likely to eat this meat even if they agreed that it was better for the environment there's no question that lab-grown meat is better for the environment as memphis meats claims they can cut down their waterland emissions by a staggering 90 percent compared to conventional farming of meat with the general consensus in place that factory raised meat is going to be unsustainable within the next 30 years alternatives like lab-grown meat are looking better to those unable to obtain meat otherwise mm. you know what i would try this dead ass be what about you can would you try some lab grown meat i would try it but i i guess my question was have they done studies about the long-term effect of this if that makes sense like have you done studies that say okay if a if a person eats this type of meat over a certain period of time are there any side effects does your body digest it like it's regular meat because it's technically not meat mm. like those are the type of questions i have i mean i would try it i don't mind that but those would be the type of questions i have okay i mean i would try it that's all i got for you dog i would definitely eat some lab-grown meat why not especially if it's good for the environment you know then i could get all like super uh woke on people and start talking about how meat is slavery and you guys are how do you how can y'all be black lives matter but eat animals and shit i could be you know i could win my i can step another level up in my woke off like in the woke olympics which nobody wins you just lose slower than others i could move up my ranking okay i could get into woke decathlon if i could start stunting on people talking about i don't eat actual live animals so uh, chop chop make this shit happen and i'm gonna chop chop it up and eat it an app finally exists that tells you which mcflurry machines are broken thank god now this this right here this genius okay this is what we need to be giving our money for right we all know the feeling of going to mcdonald's ordering mcflurry only to find out the machine is broken again while mcdonald's did recently unveil a new machine that cuts down the time of needing to fix and rest and reset the machines a new app offers a better solution um and it'll tell you which ones nearby are working the app is called ice check it works in a similar style to the traffic app ways which informs you of cops accidents and road hazards via getting information from its users on what was happening on the roads ice check will work in a similar fashion using the consumer input to inform the mcdonald's mcflurry machines are currently operations i mean operational participating mcdonald's locations will also input the data on the app meaning that several mcdonald's will be feeding in in the info to tell you if the mcflurry machine is broken or not the locations will also be giving out coupons if their machines are down in addition to mcflurry information ice check allows you to bookmark specific mcdonald's franchises and provides turn-by-turn directions to your selected mcdonald's isn't it sad that they machines down so much that we all are like this app is great because y'all shit yeah nothing worse than driving across town to be told the machine down 
yep and it's a constant thing because i remember i don't think it was me and you one time we went to like three or four mcdonald's all across town and every single one of them bitches was down mm-hmm. you're like we're all four mcdonald's none of y'all bitches working it's a goddamn mcdonald's on every corner right it's like come on dog i'm trying to give you my money right you don't want my money right what do you have against the black dollar Hmm. and you know what i bet you a lot of people go i bet you're gonna be a spike because it's spring now but in the summertime it's gonna be a real big spike because that's when people are more apt to eat to uh eat do the mcflores i do them all year round mm-hmm. but for some people during the summertime they're, they're more apt to use it yeah and it's coming up especially with global warming that machine gonna be hot fire yeah it is might cause a fire at mcdonald's is gonna be burning so hot from making mcflores uh tyrese is back in the news He's returning to the big screen in Fate of the Furious, which his theaters on Friday. The actor, hmm? I said, okay, that's that's I'm 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 cool for that. That's about to own the role. I enjoy me mm-hmm. in real life. It's a whole nother story. The actor and singer came to BT's offices to discuss the film. You can watch the full Facebook Live here, and of course, he sounded off on the nuances of relationships. Mm. Mm. Thank you, Tyrese. We were all wondering how we get through this without hearing your ideas oh shit now i appreciate all the ladies out there why did it stop did the the internet was like stop tyrese no (laughs) that are still single and they're holding out don't settle don't settle ladies okay wait why does this keep pausing this really doesn't want y'all to be great and they're holding out don't settle don't settle because i'm gonna tell y'all right now now this might be harsh but sluts skeezers hoes tramps and overly aggressive promiscuous women they're never without a man because they don't have no standards they're ready to have sex with any and everything they want to have sex with them but when you are single and you actually love yourself and you know your value and your self-worth you'll hold out until God send you what's yours. So sometimes they be talking mess to women that are single, but I have a respect for them because if. I mean, why does this keep pausing going back to the beginning? Anyway, let's see if this is. Oh God. The internet is just not fucking with Tyrese anymore. <laughs> I didn't do I didn't do anything. I just it just stopped. Anyway, um you know, he's just saying, man, he's uh he's sick of all these fake ass women out here, these sluts, hoes, and skeezers and stuff. You know? And he's a married man now, so he's been made a, into an honest man. So it's not like we can judge him anymore. I mean Lord knows he probably did not ever have sex with any other woman he just described probably kept i mean, probably kept it to save to virginity i would imagine right no um, they be talking mess to women that are single but i have a respect for them because if you say i like how also in this is oh. whatever the case may be you actually hold it god damn it what's wrong with this anyway i actually kind of appreciate that uh you know in this way he's siding with the single ladies saying yeah you don't got no man but you at least you're not a hoe slut or a skeezer okay because y'all needed to know that how he feels about your dating life 
and uh whether or not you have a man so um enjoy it you know enjoy his words mm. of wisdom i think is what we're calling this that nobody asks for i mean nobody asked for it i don't know why this shit won't finish i'm just gonna read the rest of it um <clears throat> So sometimes they be talking mess to women that are single, but I have a respect for them because if you're single and you might say, I've been single for a couple of years, whatever the case may be, you actually holding out because you have your value. You have women that are active out in the streets. They going to lunches and dinners every night, private planes, mega yachts, it's cracking. They're never without. However, it comes with a cost. You're going to be put, you're going to put a lot of miles on yourself down there. Come on. What? Do the people that cast these motherfuckers in these movies know these niggas are gonna go outside and start saying stupid shit like this? They don't. Just cash the check, dog. They pay you to be comic relief and pretend that you never know the plan in all the fan, fate of, uh, all the Fast and Furious movies. Just do that. Just do that, dog. You know what you won't do? You won't catch paul walker out here talking about ladies listen what you need to do is stop being hoes stop being sluts and i'm not just saying it because he's dead i'm saying when he was alive even mm-hmm. he was in all these movies and you know what he did he cashed a check and raced cars with his friends because that was a better life than whatever the fuck y'all talking about and with diesel this. ain't doing it rock ain't doing it just cast a check and shut up man like you got to be in uh transformers or whatever leave it alone that's all you gotta do and then this is the bullshit to make black women mad because motherfucker we didn't ask your goddamn opinion and you make it sound like people that are whole sluts skeezers and thoughts ain't happy it's a lot of women that quote unquote that's what you named them quote unquote but they're happy living that life and could care less about your fuck ass opinion yeah what sucks to me is that um he then you're gonna have a lot of people either defend his comments or act like why y'all mad and all that shit black men yeah yeah a lot of brothers that do that shit and it's sad because like i watched these niggas lose their shit over like if carolina won the championship or not Mm -hmm. uh people talk about crying because you know uh they watch a tv show or something but then they don't want people to to feel a way about this shit affecting their real lives some of these harmful things that people believe so um but yeah fuck tyrese um i mean unless we get on on tv then after that y'all better not say nothing about tyrese only we could say that we was coming up then ali ali oxen free uh everybody still gotta go back to base um the guy who got dragged off of the united airlines um flight Mm -hmm. is now being dragged in the media because they're going through his life trying to vilify him you know like they do black victims because yeah, he brown yeah. poli- over policing he's some sort of brown they don't give a yeah. fuck about you being a model citizen you still brown it's all to confirm the order right this is to conserve order there's no they didn't take him off of the uh off of the airline because of any of this shit they didn't know any of this they weren't sitting around going uh we gotta take this guy because we know 10 years ago he had some shit that he did and it was fucked up um yeah doctor dragged off united flight was convicted felon who traded prescription drugs for secret gay sex with a patient and needed anger management because of control issues and poor decision making literally had nothing to do with why they they didn't say sir we're gonna have to take you off the flight because 
you are a convicted felon who traded drugs uh prescription drugs for secret gay sex with a patient and you need an anger management because of control issues of poor decision making can you please come with us sir that's not what happened but just like the mike brown was shoplifting shit it, it, it's enough for people to be like well I don't know. sounds like a bad guy i mean you should be able to punch him in the face break his nose and kick him off the plane mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. what the problem is mm-hmm. uh of course the ceo of united fucked up and they end up losing money because uh at first he um said that the guy was belligerent and disruptive and deserved to be kicked off the plane and the video and shit came out right and they were like oh that ain't what happened at he all. defends his staff in a letter over the man forcibly removed from the overbooked plane saying that they followed procedures and when that shit hit the net and people were like what the fuck are you talking about you tone deaf idiot uh suddenly he was like it was my bad y'all i apologize mm-hmm. uh and i think he apologized twice at this point they, they don't want no money that he don't he don't like money at all do it them shares went down not on them shares them them people started like uh, you know what i'm canceling my flight i was gonna fly through you i'm going through somewhere else i bet you other people are benefiting if, if the other airlines are smart they'll start having discounts and shit oh, i'm sure they already are i mean i'll be flying up there and hopefully i can get my ass whipped so i can buy me a plane i'm gonna get on there with a shirt to say please kick me off <laughs> um i'm <laughs> um, my shirt gonna say don't do it <laughs> don't do it kick me off i knew you was gonna say that i was already i was already <laughs> doing it up. Me off, i'm going to fuck crazy you understand don't do it don't do it don't do it cut me off don't do it don't cut me off don't do it i knew you was gonna say that uh delta sends the cancer victim's body to the wrong airport leaving his remains stranded on a cargo jet for two days making him late for his own funeral what's happening here weekend at bernie's airplane on bernie's oh airplane on bernie's yeah, okay because it ain't the weekend you right you right <laughs> my bad i thought you i thought you really was my bad i get it that's a good one yeah apparently it's airplane on bernie's this motherfucker with bernie this, <laughs> this ain't making you be late to your own funeral and people joke about that <laughs> yeah he died last last uh week after a four-year battle against leukemia and then uh they fucked up which where they were sending him and uh he ended up being late to his own funeral by two days holy shit yeah so could you imagine the funeral and stuff and they were like yeah we read it we're like um uh yeah about that uh we ain't got the body yet what do you mean we the, the body ain't showed up it, 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 he, he ain't here yeah united will kill you to get you off the plane and these motherfuckers if you're dead you can't get to the right place i know you're dead you're dead you can't get there and then what's left mm-hmm. virgin jet blue what am i supposed to fly on i'm scared right new york makes tuition free but the students must stay after college so basically new york is now um the first state to offer free tuition um 
this is a free middle class college tuition initiative students may stay in the state must stay in the state after graduation or else they have to pay it back so andrew kumo said monday that the requirement was added to protect the state's investment in the students education by ensuring they don't take advantage of free tuition and then leave new york the rule wasn't a part of kumo's free polished tuition proposal well he unveiled it in january but was inserted during final negotiations with lawmakers over the state budget which was approved sunday the tuition initiative which kumo says is a national model covers state college or university tuition for in-state students with families earning one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars or less students must main remain in new york for as many years as they receive the benefit they must repay the money as a loan if they take a job in another state so if you take if it takes four years to graduate or whatever i guess you gotta stay four years in new york mm. um or else you gotta pay them back four years of a student loan i'm okay with this doesn't bother me i mean essentially they are giving you an education um as long as it benefits their state i do expect it to be some sort of a reciprocal deal they feel like that people educated people working in their workforce or staying in their state is uh positive i understand it and uh you know i under, and, and now obviously you don't have to take it if you don't want to or you can just pay it back you know so then it just becomes a, a long-term student loan but mm-hmm. that's uh, a risk you run if you decide right, you're out of it right but you pay for it up front right um all right uh fbi geek squad fbi paid the geek squad employees to search for child porn on customers computers says court documents yep best buys geek squad technicians reportedly received payments from the fbi for turning over alleged child pornography found on customers computers court documents seen uh by the washington post show Geek Squad employees notify authorities after finding child porn. However, lawyers representing a doctor in California, Mark Rettenmeyer, who took his computer to a Best Buy location for repair, alleged the FBI and Geek Squad technicians had a joint venture to ferret out child porn. Now, I find this interesting because obviously anyone has got child porn, very difficult to side with. Come on. Um, so they definitely picked the right target. But my question is this, what happens when it's not child porn? what happens when they want to see if you're like i don't know an activist come on dog you know what if they want to see uh you know uh what if they target certain people you know also this is best buy this is a corporation that they uh they advertise this geek squad shit as hey we're gonna fix your computer they don't say we're gonna go through it and look at all your porn or whatever else you have on this hard drive what else can they look through and that was his thing tax documents you know your your w-2s things you scanned your emails i wonder what all shit they can look through uh some geek squad technicians allegedly received 500 to a thousand dollar payments the attorneys argued the technicians acted as government agents by receiving payments from the fbi regularly speaking with it and referring cases with the department and creating a program to search for child porn best buy in the u.s attorney's office in los angeles denied any violations in the search of the doctor's computer for which the fbi obtained a warrant after being contacted by a geek squad supervisor the warrant led to a search in rettenmeyer's home in which authorities found thousands of child pornography images um that's why i told the washington post geek squad inadvertently discovers child porn about a hundred times annually while trying to recover lost customer data 
as a company we have not sought or received training from law enforcement on how to search for child pornography the retailer told the post our policies prohibit employees from doing anything other than what is necessary to solve the customer's problem in the wake of these allegations we redoubled our efforts to train employees on what to do and not to do in these circumstances i do think they get paid that wouldn't be surprising however documents released by the fbi in january show years of close cooperation between federal authorities in louisville kentucky and geek squad in court filings Retton Myers' attorney said between 2007 2012 there were eight informants at the Geek Squad City compu- computer repair location in Kentucky. That facility's data recovery system was designed to identify and report child porn from all over the country. Mom. I'm telling the thing for me is, like I said, you can't really defend anyone with child porn that's not my point mm-hmm. but i do wonder if this can grow into a thing where maybe we're just looking at people and being like let what kind of porn does this person have or look at or you know we can use that to blackmail certain people um you know um public figures and shit uh not to mention you would worry about if someone's looking at data and they're paying for this shit what if someone puts something on somebody's shit what if they want to frame somebody mm-hmm um it's it's that is a very unmonitored slippery slope uh and that that's that's scary because i mean people essentially think you can just give these people your computer um and trust them to do their job you know um so i don't know i would definitely be i worry about the ethics of what they're doing right because it's one of these things where yeah you ain't had no bit of a child point dog okay I'm not defending your actions at all. All I'm saying is that you start here and then you navigate down other roads for people not doing illegal shit. And they say, you know, give, you know, anybody that's on, you know, all of a sudden they start looking at your Facebook contacts, your Twitter contacts, your Instagram contacts. Next thing you know, you know, people have their Apple stuff in there and the cloud in there, you know, for, you know, they start digging through that stuff and want to see, you know, do you have any relationships with, with the Black Lives Movement, I like say, are you an activist and all this shit? So before you know it, you start going down another avenue, and before you know, it, people don't have rights. Yeah, they probably got people's nudes and shit, right? You know. And like I said, I would worry about the incentive of reporting being a thing that would make somebody. What if I just need fifteen hundred dollars? You know, like if I'm an employee and I'm like, look from what i've done i have access to finding this shit why wouldn't i just be like i'm gonna put some on here get fifteen hundred dollars i don't give a fuck who this guy is why you don't Um, fuck around ruin their lives and they didn't didn't have nothing on their computer just seems like a slippery slope is all i hate to use that term because i know it sucks but what else am i supposed to say um kiss of death a tourist posing with a photo with a deadly cobra in india doesn't even realize the snake bites his face and then he died an hour later yep mm-hmm um a video shows a snake charmer trying to put a cobra around a tourist's neck as a man posed for the cameras the cobra strikes out and bites him on the cheek rather than go to the hospital the man was taken to a medicine man and died but does the medicine man get to keep his job i mean i feel like you know feel like that dude should probably not be able to practice i mean is it even medicine if it's doing what what, what just happened i mean is that mm-hmm. that snake bit you with some medicine too mm-hmm yep um did he get snake superpowers i wonder mm-hmm. no is that how it I'm works snake man snake man i think is what you're trying to say karen 
Uh, I'm trying to say. All right, so that's the video. Tries to put the cobra around his neck. And it bit him right there. And he didn't even notice. And he's then taken to... Uh, He's then taken to the medicine man and dies. That's him touching the bite like, oh, I think I got bit in the face by the snake. Feel like uh, the the Cobra Tamer man definitely has to um, lose that job. Lose that job, right? You're no more snake tamer for you. Right. And the snake probably got away. You know we did. What's up, man? You know he just slithered mm-hmm i guess uh snake got tired of that bullshit <laughs> trying to balance the scales of justice oh. all right um let's uh go to the next session before we- oh wait no we got a couple minutes let me do one more story um forget about sex on the beach it's all about sex in the park Oh, shit. A survey reveals the public places couples are most likely to get intimate. But not Tyrese. Him and his bride didn't have sex for 60 days before they got married, Karen. They were born again virgins. Latest, get all your information on your sexuality from Tyrese. Star of such films as Baby Boys. Mm-mm. Uh, Baby Boy. Transformers. Transformers 2. Uh, Transformers 3. Uh, uh, when we think of passionate encounters in public, thanks to a certain well-known cocktail, it's likely that sex on the beach springs to mind. However, a new survey has found that couples are actually more likely to get frisky in a park, with yeah. sandy shores only making it to in the second place. Yeah, because I've seen porn with sex on the beach. That mm-hmm. that don't look comfortable at all. Dealing with that goddamn sand. Mm-hmm. Sex in the beach and then sex underwater seem terrible. I don't it like horrible ideas it does it does i'm like who thought this was good now i gotta wash my ass i got sand in the crack of it no thank you mm-hmm uh, ashanti said homeboy rolled the dice on that guy's life and got snake eyes <laughs> all right um Nearly 17% of people that were surveyed picked public park as their chosen spot for racy rendezvous, while 13% rode around on the beach. Uh, 9% said a public bathroom. Uh, 9.1% said a public parking lot or parking garage. 7% at work. Uh, what's up with your face? On the clock. Yeah, yo, you've done something. What are you talking about? I know the things I, you've done. I lost a nine down on the clock now. Come on, Tyrese. <laughs> Come on, Tyrese. Now I've done it in public places, but now on the clock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, yes I have. <laughs> what about when I was on on the clock? Mm, I was working in the newspaper office. Oh, but I wouldn't have the clock though. <laughs> okay, all right. In you the dressing, on the clock. In the dressing room. In a public pool. Oh, who do it? Dude, that, that one's the filthiest one. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, let me go to the next session, guys. We'll get to the rest. Hold on. <laughs> Karen out here like, I'm brand new. <laughs> I don't know what y'all talking about. I'm saved up and prayed up. I don't know her. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
You know, before, I, you call me, before you call me a Chico, worry about your daughter, because you're the one who's having kids and don't know who the dad is. Who's the hoe now? That's, that's Karen. Who's the hoe now? That's Karen, y'all. <laughs> all right no. i just went live again no because i was just thinking about i was like on the clock i was like like in your office building <laughs> but yeah you didn't have an office job right Mm-hmm. but you was on the clock though mm-hmm. um all right we back um in a public pool on a public hiking trail i guess that could be kind of high I, I guess i don't associate like exercising and walking outside with like a time to have sex mm-hmm. i feel like that would be the time where i'd be like can we go home and shower first mm-hmm. right 4.8 percent at the movies i mean it depends on what you count as sex in that case i mean i feel like everybody's probably finger banging somebody at the movies but <laughs> I, don't count I feel like I, are we counting that in an alleyway what kind of adventures ass motherfuckers are y'all an alleyway that's some white people shit right ain't you afraid somebody might be like i'm next or or you know something i mean you in the alleyway mm-hmm uh how much a, you charge she ain't for sale she gonna have a problem in a public hot tub i once again i got that just feels like a sauna of bacteria to me I, maybe i'm approved yeah they've done studies that said the same three percent at a bar I probably I'm, I'm surprised that's not higher actually yeah I'm alcohol music dark mm-hmm. in a sauna 2.9 percent in an empty classroom 2.4 percent hey you guys need to report what happened to y'all's teacher okay like to, <laughs> to the, to the <laughs> law enforcement. uh in an elevator 2.3 percent high sex in the elevator cameras? loving that's the elevator great. What do you do? Hold hold the elevator or pull the emergency switch? Going up when it's going down, Karen. Apparently so. Uh top locations for sexual sightseeing and are uh let's see, what how do you tell the ranking on this? Oh, just different um areas. It tells you different places. And this is all the UK and stuff. A lot of people at the park. Uh at the beach was a couple places. And public car parking garage was Belgium. I see y'all freaks. Uh, sexual bucket list. Where would y'all want to have public sex? 10.5% said at a beach. What is up with that? I don't know. Sandy vagina became a thing because it sounds horrible. <laughs> it is terrible. It Ugh. sounds terrible. That's like the opposite of how a vagina works. You don't want to put friction in the vagina. <laughs> right. Now, you know, people have been out on the beach and just wearing your bathing suit you can get uh sand in your ass so no thank you that's why i believe everything in the world's covered in sperm <laughs> i just don't even care about it anymore i'm just like this is probably covered in sperm uh at a park was second in a dressing room seven percent that could be kind of hot maybe I mean, you can, like, dressing rooms are such a place of public shame for me i just can't imagine <laughs> wanting to also fuck in there you know in an empty classroom 5.6 percent okay i can see that around pencils and papers yeah i but the thing is like i watch porn where they fuck in a classroom and i always hate it because the fucking on that desk seems like the most uncomfortable shit i've ever seen in my life like that's how i knew i was getting older when i started considering shit like comforting porn videos i'll be like oh that's bad for your back i was like damn i'm old you can't bend over like that right that desk no ma'am like is she out of her mind she's gonna that's gonna fuck up a whole lumbar support system (laughs) 
that desk has nothing soft on it at all on, no um, cushions on a hotel or bar rooftop 5.6 percent shit i'm gonna know how to get to the top of a, of a hotel i could see that one a little more in a public parking lot a parking garage five point well may have already done that one you know what i'm saying buddy <laughs> up top <laughs> i'm talking about uh public bathroom we've done that one um on a public hiking trail no no thanks mm-hmm. i don't associate my I, exercise with my fucking mm-hmm. i'd rather yeah, I, I, I'd i rather know. do them mm-hmm. separately even though one of them is kind of exercise and fucking <laughs> but i'd rather do them separately me too that don't sound like fun in an elevator i don't i mean okay, i that's just on you on the elevator but i ain't i, I mean well we do this thing guys i don't know if other couples do it <laughs> um it, it's it. not yeah it's not sometimes it's, it's it's mostly me but it's not always just me <laughs> but every time we get in the elevator by ourselves we make out furiously <laughs> started off as just a it's just a joke but that's what happens it's just like but the key is you can't um like it's like you don't be like you want to make out what you gotta do is uh <laughs> you wait to the to the to the elevator door closes and, but first you just sit there like you don't like you're not doing anything like you're not rubbing on each other's no pda you just, as soon as it closes you just rush up on them and just like Gah! like just just make out furiously <laughs> all over them now normally it's just a joke karen just starts laughing and stuff but uh i like it but then every once in a while i won't do it and then karen will do it to me <laughs> because you a freak too is what i'm saying Cause you started it i like look at you i'm not the only one i'm not the only one gonna be rubbed up on yeah but uh it's definitely not sex in the elevator oh no because that just seems way... too quick like i'm saying yeah. how do you do it do you hold the elevator do you hold it? i don't understand and i'm just scared i get stuck in the elevator come on i'd be like stressed get it's... cameras in the elevator right someone will get it working i don't know man i don't i'm not a fan of this miss smart said we should have did that with dmx is in the elevator uh yeah i don't know dmx might join in I don't, i'm scared <laughs> yeah, the way he was talking about karen i don't know <laughs> you, know, you got a beautiful soul um uh, i ain't no cuck okay guys contrary to what they might tell you on the internet um at the movies at work in the elevator okay in a sauna and lastly was in a public pool and 3.8 percent in a utility closet what's y'all going out to the backyard what's happening here is a utility closet what, what's oh, was that connected to the house i'm sorry i'm, I'm thinking storage room house no, i'm trying to think is the utility closet the one where they keep like the electric shit in or is that that's one of my assumption is mm. it right before the garage i don't know yeah i'm not a fan Mm-mm. civilized sex does the idea of having sex in public turn you on men 56 percent said yes women 44 percent said yes that actually makes a lot of sense because i think if they would have asked any question men would have said yes more mm-hmm. <laughs> especially older women they were like nigga i pay mortgage and rent i want to be comfortable especially you get older yeah i guess they need to spice it up you know right and for dudes it's a little simple just whip your dick out like mm-hmm. you know for us you got to function with draws and shit it's not an easy process this is a good way to get on sex sent me to the er though oh shit no you ever seen that show Mm-mm. Oh, okay um uh, yeah that, that 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 i bet you they do got some stories oh an extra who starred in the kendall jenner tone deaf pepsi commercial spoke out to claim that most of the actors who were featured in the ad were not from the u.s so they didn't know anything about its meaning 
I completely understand that too. Yeah, I completely because because I was like, because oh, if it was shot here, somebody would have said something. You can't get that many Americans together and somebody be like, "Hey, dog, hey, something ain't right about this commercial." Yeah, someone would have tweeted out like, "Y'all would not believe what the fuck commercial I was in today." Right, did a cast that check, but they'd have told somebody. Look out for me, I'm the girl that gets the blonde wig, and I'm looking at her like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" By the way, that's the MVP of the commercial. I actually saved that screenshot on my phone of when she hands that blonde wig to that black woman. That black woman face is looking like, this is not going to go how you think this is going to go. Uh, at any rate, um... We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go all over the globe and we ask our contestants today. Uh, I mean, wait. We find stories and we score them from zero to 100 intervals of 25. Today's contestants, everybody. That's right. But yeah, Pepsi, uh, knew that they need to take that shit out of the country. Which explains why there wasn't any brown person on staff that was like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Y'all knew it was a problem. That's so funny. If you didn't think you could feminist inside the United States, you knew it was a problem. That mean they flew to like three black people that was in there and they must have flew them in. I guarantee you. Explains why they had cornrows and shit too. Like they was like behind on the fashions. Um, yeah. Apparently, uh, most of the actors like him are not from the U.S. and thus were oblivious to the meaning of the protest theme clip. The man from Bangkok, Thailand told people in an anonymous interview Friday he thought the ad carried a message of unity and that he didn't see any issue with it until it made headlines. I don't live in the USA. Maybe if I lived there and knew the issues before then, maybe I would feel bad, the man said, but I didn't know anything, so I don't feel bad. And um, that's understandable. Yeah you shouldn't feel bad Mm-mm. has nothing to do with you right, right i'm not even just the thing is i'm not even mad at the actual people in it other than um uh the whatchamacallit the uh kardashian girl mm. uh everybody else i don't have a problem with everybody else. and people been trying to find a way to blame be like well if you're mad at her you need to be mad at everybody nope mm-hmm. actually i don't have no, to she, be she, she was the star right everything was focused on her she was she was the star of the show I guarantee you she got the largest paycheck out of every fucking body. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 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 yeah. And guess what? Her ass is from the United States. Yep. She is from here. Born here. The mm-hmm. other people, I can understand them not knowing and not caring and cashing the check. Cause they were like, hey, this is probably more, not trying funny, more money than I, you know, make doing these other, whatever the other thing is, whatever it is, it's probably more money than, than I average, um, than I normally make. So I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. Pepsi is responsible and she's responsible. I'm not cutting her off the hook. She's a grown ass woman. Mm-hmm. She was a girl boss when she was getting them checks. All right. But yeah, zero to a hundred. Oh, a hundred. Mm-hmm. That's right. I give it the same. Stay with your own race. A posh pensioner unleashes a shocking racist rant at a couple. An elderly man was caught on camera unleashing a shocking racist rant at a woman and her Nigerian husband. Helen Williams and her husband, Chucks, were targeted as they walked down the street in Abery Stythe? Abery Stythe? As the pensioner shouted, big mistake at them. <laughs> big mistake. <laughs> like, instead of like, like you, you, you missed a shot or you made the wrong play, you had a turnover in basketball. Big mistake, buddy. <coughs> That's why you lost the game. 
marrying that black man Mm-mm. oh man gotta call a do-over stunned helen followed the man to a store asked what he meant you can tell she the white one come on that black man he knew exactly what he meant mm-hmm. <laughs> incredibly the man told her he was referring to the negro fellow and told her she should <laughs> stay with her own race yes karen the negro fellow the altercation was captured on helen's mobile phone um which i'm sure was a, a pretty hair-raising event let me see if i can this devil not in the united states this is where it's written that's correct karen how did you know mobile phone i pronounced it that way it still looks like mobile i just i, just, I said it that way because it didn't happen here that's called narration guys that's why you're listening to the best all right that's why we were on tv and your asses weren't you light-skinned motherfuckers Mm-mm-mm. with your angry blackness i'm so sick of y'all well, light-skinned podcasters ruining the game making the price of the brick go down okay ah! step your game up uh <laughs> with the negro fellow yes why is it oh, a mistake why is it a big, big mistake? mistake why doesn't work in life why doesn't it work you should mix with your own kind and what's your own kind yeah. welsh people only marry welsh people is that right welsh people should only marry welsh people so can you tell me more why did you say that to me why did you shout big mistake in the street would you buzz off there's a good girl how about you buzz off you're very rude you shouldn't speak to people like that it's illegal to speak to people like that do you know that You got anything else to say? Do you want me to get tough with you? Well, how would you tend to get tough? I mean, I could really plaster you. By doing what? You're threatening me now. Is that it? You're threatening me. Stay with your own race. Really? Bloody idiot. Oh, thank you. Why'd they blur his fucking face out? Because I would now. Fuck him. I wouldn't have either. Mm. Uh, Where was her husband at? He must have been like, here she go with her shit again. She probably ran off without him. Yeah. It doesn't work in life. Why does he talk like that? Nigga sound like Gandalf or some shit. You shall not pass the paper bag test. Yeah, he's been probably been told before that his that opinion's fucked up and he don't care. Mm. So, there you guys go. Him. She put full get out on that motherfucker. No, no, you don't have to show your ID. I'm like, all right, all right, just let that white man go about his racist business ah! and die in two weeks. Come on, of loneliness. Uh, anyway, zero to a hundred. Oh, a hundred. That's correct. You got the correct answer again, Karen. Good job. Ah, I want to roll. White teachers have pretty low opinions of their black students. Oh, a hundred. You ain't telling me nothing new. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, telling me nothing black folks don't already motherfucking know white teachers tend to have a lot more faith in the abilities of students who look like them according to a new study the study from john hopkins and american universities researchers found when white and black teachers were asked about the same student white teachers had comparatively negative predictions for their students of color the research was published in the journal of economics of education review conclusions are based on a data set from 2002 longitudinal study that followed over 8,000 10th grade students included in the data set was a survey where reading and math teachers were asked about the 
the long-term capabilities of the same student researchers stratified uh survey answers by the race and gender of teachers and students the results are disheartening when asked to rank the likelihood that their students would graduate white teachers and other non-black educators were 12 percentage points more likely than black teachers to say that black students wouldn't finish high school on the other hand black teachers had similar estimations of both their black and white students non-black educators were also significantly less likely to predict that their black students would complete college white teachers had particularly harsh predictions for black boys non-black teachers thought their black male students were five percent less likely to graduate high school than their black female students the study is the first step in a larger research project to determine how teacher expectations impact student outcomes said john hopkins university economist nicholas papa george who co-authored the study this study does not yet show causation between teachers expectations and outcomes but it does indicate a systemic bias he called the results shocking and alarming yeah you didn't have to right i'm gonna say you didn't have to pay anybody money to do this like this this is stupid uh i mean if the truth be told you know separate but equal was fucked up shit but it's a lot of black people that believed when we were quote-unquote separate education was better Mm-hmm. Um, because black teachers actually cared about the black students and actually looked at them as human beings and as people. And once you started uh, integrating schools, a lot of the care and concern about black students fell because all of a sudden they're going into white spaces and, you know, these dark children coming in there and predominantly white women were in these fields. And it's sad, but statistics show and it will continue to show that uh when white people view black children they're harsher they're punished harsher they're penalized faster and quicker they get more suspension more out of school to in school suspension just across the board period so yeah yeah and racism and all that stuff plays a factor too um and i think that uh you didn't have to do a study to let people black brown people know this just brown people across the board Yep, I agree. I feel like they think. I don't think you. Just how they the think thing. it is. Go on, jump. No, I don't want to jump. Yes, you do. You smoke crack, don't you? You smoke crack, don't you? Look at me, boy. Don't you smoke crack? Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Do what that does to you, huh? No, sir. It kills your brain cells, son. It kills your brain cells. Now, when you're destroying your brain cells, you're doing the same thing as killing yourself. You're just doing it slower. Now, I say, if you want to kill yourself, don't fuck around with it. Go on and do it expeditiously. Now, go on and jump. Jump. No. I don't want to kill myself. Sorry. That's how they feel like our education should go. Anyway, 100. Karen? Oh, yeah. That's the correct answer. That's correct. Um. All right. Let's do some. Uh, That's the correct answer. Yep, you got it right again. God damn, you good, Karen. Mm-hmm. You are really good at this. Where'd you learn to 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 be so good at at uh <laughs> at, mm-hmm. at this? You been studying or something? No, mm-hmm. oh, well, y'all y'all are good. Uh, let's see. What about um, Obama branded America a racist society? And an unpublished manuscript claims bi- biographer who says the revelation from his law school days could have scuppered his 2008 presidential bid. 
historian historian david garrow claims to have uncovered significant revelations about obama for his upcoming biography on the former president one revelation was that obama called america a racist society in an unpublished book he wrote in the 1990s while in law school garrow said it was possible some revelations could have derailed obama's candidacy in if they surfaced in 2008 he won a pulitzer prize for his 1987 biography on martin luther king yeah uh no shit will he have been wrong is it what is the problem he noticed the country was racist i guess that's the real racism these days but uh yeah so and what the fuck for me personally i'm like uh i knew it i fucking knew it i told you motherfuckers i mean he's not oblivious i don't know why people thought he was just oblivious to all the shit that was happening yep i told y'all motherfuckers i said listen that is a dude that says the Mm n-word smokes weed and knows this country is racist and nobody believed me because they was like he won't say it on the record and i said that's because he wants to be president and white people can't handle it i didn't think he was the most militant brother or none of that shit but i just know there are limitations in this country to what your black ass can say and expect white people to vote for you so i am not shocked at all I could tell when he married Michelle, he knew this country was racist. Come on. She was, she was. She is 100% like, there's no question, that's a black ass woman. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get into this white people news. Oh, wait. Zero. Zero. She wants to break up every night. She wants to break up every night. Don't want to wait until she finally decides to feel it. see what the white folks up to uh oh wait first i gotta start with that y'all man uh, i always forget that part uh congressman who shouted you lie at obama gets a taste of his own medicine monday's exchange was only the latest confrontation between a republican lawmaker and his or her constituents at home in february uh oh wait hold on in 2009 representative joe wilson shouted you lie at then president barack obama during his address on health care to a joint session of congress on monday wilson faced angry constituents who chanted his own insult back at him according to the charleston post and courier attendees at a question and answer session in aiken technical college in graniteville south carolina gave wilson a rough reception when the lawmaker who voted against extending the violence against women act in 2013 claimed he worked to prevent violence against women audience members chanted you lie they did it again when he tried to outline problems with the affordable care act 
the crowd also booed when wilson said he supported president donald trump's decision to launch missiles against syria after it used chemical weapons according to the post and courier wilson said he would have supported obama if he made the same decision as president yeah this nigga is lying anyway that's one of y'all mans um <laughs> i support trump and obama would have if obama would have did i would have supported that too yeah because one obama wouldn't have did that dumb ass shit okay number one and number two you wouldn't have you lying motherfucker uh apparently sean spicer apologized because he he said hitler never used chemical weapons are we just not counting i mean i guess except for that one thing you could say he never used yes, chemical yeah. weapons mm-hmm. if you just take away that you know that stuff we heard about the the showers and you know the concentration camps and genocide and just take that away what's wrong with you what's wrong with y'all you niggas are crazy just because it wasn't in a bomb don't make it not a weapon you gas people to death the fuck are you talking about he was not using gas on his own people in the same way that Assad is doing spicer said drawing immediate backlash it calls from the Anne frank center and barbara strike said that he be fired well you know what maybe like mel gibson's racism and i'm hoping now that spicer has offended the jews He's come out as being anti-semitic maybe people can start caring about his bigotry and get his ass up out of here yes sir right this is the only area of life where black people be looking over to the corner like jews you got I this mean, y'all i mean i mean not trying to find me y'all, we, y'all, y'all we got know this y'all oppressed too but y'all are white so when y'all yeah. get to talking shit get done we like y'all y'all got this one they listen to y'all they don't fuck with us yeah they don't fuck with us but they'll listen to y'all they let mel gibson back in hollywood because jewish people was cool with it black people ain't never getting no apology he's like you gonna get raped by a pack of niggers everybody's just like uh, that's reasonable then that shit he said about us killing jesus that was wrong that was so, too far y'all y'all got this buddies please i don't even know who they were play probably replacing with somebody worse i guarantee you. Armorosa and shit what if Armorosa is living her best olivia pope dream what if we just she get to be secretary of state one year she's fucking trump i don't know anyway he apologized i mistakenly used inappropriate and sensitive reference to the holocaust for which there is no comparison yeah it's funny because they bashed uh obama for eight years talking about how he hated israel and these motherfuckers have done nothing but anti-semitic shit since they've been in office come on dog mm-hmm. in no way was i trying to lessen the horrendous nature of the holocaust however i was trying to draw a contrast on the tactic of using airplanes to drop chemical weapons on innocent people he said in a statement shared through reporters his what the fuck is an idiot uh anyway that's y'all's man this uh who you thought should control the country um fox pulled out uh, uh uh andrew napolitano off the air because um he claimed that british intelligence officials had helped former president barack obama spy on donald trump so they were like get your crazy ass off the air so even they got a line even they got a line dog. that is interesting i did not think that was possible all right let's get to these other white people news stories um david beckham ladies 
uh <laughs> let me uh you guys know who david beckham is he's married to one of the spice girls he uh is a soccer star many people call him world renowned white bay well uh apparently he left uh he was left dripping in sweat following an intense workout session at soul cycle in la latest not the soul cycle he spent some quality time with his family in la with a strict exercise regime enjoying an intense workout at soul cycle on tuesday the 41 year old displayed his muscular physique as he left the studio dripping in sweat after the cycling session yeah i have a misconception of soul cycle because when i think of soul cycle i think soul cycle like you're going there you're gonna have a good time but that i realized that my definition and the reality of it ain't the same what's wrong with you what's <laughs> wrong with y'all you niggas are crazy <coughs> it's, too, it's too much for you choking you <laughs> I need some water I'll get you some <coughs> sorry um, yes that that was horrible oh thank you mm. sorry guys she tried to kill me with that ridiculousness <coughs> oh my god so bad um uh you know let me play a clip so i can get myself back together this is uh this is too much um uh, you know this is more teen titans what is what is that what are you doing mm, i'm sorry excuse me i'm just uh, <coughs> enjoying these sour grapes you brought what you got there sour grapes you got a grip of sour grapes oh them sour grapes you brought them sour grapes sour grapes sour grapes back to um this lust session um so david beckham is certainly not taking a break from his strict exercise regime um as he enjoys a intense workout at soul cycle uh the former england captain looked fatigued as he left the gym in a gray t-shirt which appeared to be soaked through He completed his gym attire with a pair of white shorts and cycling leggings, as well as a pair of gray trainers. Clearly coming prepared, he was seen with a white towel tucked into his shorts to dry himself off following a vigorous workout. David and his wife, Victoria, 42, were spotted proudly watching daughter Harper, 5, taking a riding lesson last week. The famous family have had a jam-packed trip to the state so far, embarking on a selection of fun-filled days out as well as working events. Victoria had landed in L.A. a few days before her family in order to launch her new affordable clothing range with American Superstar Target. Um, but eager to make the most of their time across the pond, David and Sons, Brooklyn 18, Romeo 14, and Cruz enjoying a boys' day out at the first Dodgers game of the season as soon as the, as soon as joined Victoria in LA. Some of these words aren't right. The Vic, the Beckhams ah. have been sharing snaps on their, of their break on the Instagram pages with Victoria sharing a cute snap of David and Harper on Sunday in the post. The football stars seen beaming for the camera as his little one is planting a kiss on his cheek. So good for him. 
coming back out for gray sweatpants season see some of these are for the ladies some of them they can't all be about you know who was at the beach although i do appreciate those let me too um <clears throat> it's not gonna happen i get yelled at all the time lisa kudrow put the final nail in the friends movie coffin as she talks about that creepy celebrity guest star not that who was that i don't know who it is but she talked about him uh this is white people stuff i never watched friends unlike a lot of other people sorry I never watched friends um the actress who played the kooky phoebe buffet um insists the cast are too busy to regroup for a reboot and reveal that she's constantly feels the wrath of fans for knocking back demands of the film speaking of to heat magazine she says it's been 13 years 13 years of the same questions that right now or in the future is not going to happen that i every time i say that i get yelled at it would be great i mean it, it would great it would be great it would be a lot of fun but even from a logistical purpose it would never work because everyone is on ridiculous work schedule which is often the opposite of someone else's what is going to what is it going to be about really how's it going to work that is what everybody is forgetting they no longer hang at the coffee house they have all the, they have all moved away the setting that time of life worked brilliantly for them the 53 year old also talked about her dealings with a creepy celebrity guest star on the show after revealing that one star cameo told her she was fuckable she insists the furor around that comment was over the top <clears throat> adding to the magazine it was a word said that upset me for a minute when i went on about my day then i went on about my day there was no lasting damage no legacy you cannot say anything minutely incendiary these days it fascinates and scares me at the same time last month she revealed to andy cohen that she was the victim of a shocking remark from one of the series many guest stars when asked on what, what watch what happened lines to tell the worst behavior by a celebrity cameo of the series lisa said she had been the victim of misogynistic remark off camera without saying who the guest star was she says i rehearsed without makeup most of the week and then on show night i'm in hair and makeup and i was told oh wow now you're fuckable can i say it now you're fuckable joined on the sofa by taking star jennifer bills lisa added that's bad behavior i say did you retaliate bills asked i told matt leblanc he's like a big brother during the watch what happens live at the show cohen grill kudra on the guest star's identity and while she wouldn't name names how she confirmed it was not charlie sheen <clears throat> so that is a very white news right there very very white watch what happened now very white mm-hmm mm only thing i know about friends is the theme song it's because they played that shit all the time i didn't i don't think watch what happens now is uh very white because they always had those real housewives on there and shit oh that's true so but yes everything else was very white yeah because most of the time i see it you know unless it's like a a clip of the real housewives of atlanta most of them people talked to is white mm-hmm <clears throat> uh gordon ramsey's father-in-law and two brothers-in-law face up to two years in jail after admitting they hacked the chef's computer to dig for dirt after partnership turned sour shit gordon ramsey's father-in-law has today admitted hacking the celebrity chef's computer in the latest twist in the family's simmering seven-year feud chris chris hutchison 68 admitted hacking into the television star's computer system after he was sacked from his role running the business uh operations of ramsey's restaurant empire three of his children adam hutchison 46 orlando butlin 44 45 chris hutchison jr 37 were all charged with the same offense after they were arrested under operation Toledo. today <clears throat> the family members appeared in old at the old bailey and all pleaded guilty apart from miss butlin who denied the charge ramsey 
who is uh worth around 113 million oh euro pounds yeah once uh famously boasted that he and his business partner father-in-law were inseparable and even appointed him um a as chief executive of his empire something went wrong like yeah i don't know what y'all did y'all stole from that man y'all did something to that man he was like y'all got to go yeah um that's some diabolical shit probably stole for him to fire you like y'all crossed the line like you stole money like you you did something personal personal for him for y'all to be you know connected to the hip to oh you fired something happened yeah okay it was pounds that's what it was pounds i wouldn't looked it up yeah that's where he's from because he actually has a i think we get one of them uk channels over here and he has one where he like repairs restaurants or something and he does it over there in the uk because i think that's where he's from and it's completely different than the shows he does here in the states there's some diabolical treacherous white tree though yes this is um uh so yeah uh ramsey used around uh yeah they were inseparable even appointed him as chief executive of his empire but their relationship soured in 2010 when ramsey accused hutchinson of hacking into his private emails and plundering 1.4 million pounds from his restaurant empire to finance his serial womanizing always comes down to the dick 1.4 million yeah yeah i have problems that much money getting ghosts too yeah I bet before they went to court, he was he was trying to get Ramsey to come. Be my best friend the way I want to be yours, bro. I'm sorry, Rick. Ah. Um, the trouble dates back to 2008 when Ramsey's restaurant business ran into financial difficulty, and the 50 year old told the Sunday Times he was forced to sell his Ferrari to help pay debts. Following the chef, the chef's hacking allegations, his devastating wife, t- devastated wife Tana, sided with her husband and the money and severed ties with her parents after discovering her philandering father had kept a second family secret for her for from her for 30 years a second family secret a fucking second secret family he had a secret family on the side oh, a completely separate family mm-hmm. what exactly karen they are lucky they are Ooh, they lucky they white okay they was Come white on. so if they was black. thugs call, just call them niggers just mm-hmm. call them niggers if they was black they would just get called niggers and you know it come on tana a former teacher <clears throat> already devastated at the colossal falling out between her husband and father was left even more shattered when her when she received a letter from her mother in the aftermath of the hutchinson sacking it stated bluntly tana you are not welcome anywhere near our door i cannot believe you have done this to your father until you dispose of that man ramsey you are not welcome back now listen how the fuck this nigga got a secret family against you and you siding with him come on are you motherfucking insane woman Mm-mm-mm. wow her mom took she took that shit personal how dare you disrespect your father who was disrespecting me first of all bitch that's how that's how she uh sent that letter a lot of people when it comes to family a lot of people across the board feel like no matter what support family really literally no matter what and that's not realistic everybody got a motherfucking line yeah everybody got a line dog and sometimes they'll look at you in your face like that's how she emailed her come on 
um <clears throat> the following month the ramsey issued an open letter to the evening standard to his mother-in-law pleading with her to stop punishing her daughter by asking her to stay away in an interview with the daily mail the kitchen nightmare star said basically she was saying get rid of gordon get rid of me that was the thing that tipped me over the edge his open letter also accused hutchinson senior of running the business as a dictator and claimed his employees had looks of relief and joy on their faces when he told them he was gone but a friend of hutchinson senior told the standard the rift had been caused by the manner of his dismissal saying gordon chose to lock him out of the office without notice nigga you stole one point something million you're lucky i didn't lock you out with a foot in the ass uh, but the very public spat appeared to be at an end after Ramsey and Hutchinson reached a two million pound settlement in February uh, 2012. All right, just to pay him to make him go away. Mm-hmm. However, in February of this year, the merge Hutchinson, two of his sons, and his daughter had all been charged with hacking the computer system at Gordon Ramsay Holding Ltd. between October 2010 and March 31st, 2011. And all that did was <clears throat> prove that his wife was right by saying uh today at the old bailey the prosecution accepted the three guilty pleas and offered no evidence in retaliation to miss butlin so they did plead guilty because they did that shit the court heard that in october 2010 hutchinson senior was sacked after 12 years at ramsey's business partner and a director and shareholder of gordon ramsey holdings so you had money from him it just wasn't enough to to pay for your other family right for your completely of the family dog hudgeson senior and his son adam then used their google mail accounts to access grhl mails uh emails highlighting a 10-page document sent between the pair in which they discuss how to crack codes and access passwords the court heard that a picture was sent <clears throat> to mr ramsey of sarah stewart an employee at grhl who hudgeson was having an affair with which was a breach of privacy it is alleged he had been sent an email in breach of an undertaking prosecutor dan sutter said there was an allegation by sarah stewart that there had been a breach of privacy it is then that the defendants tried to access the system to determine if gordon ramsay had sent that picture any further in breach of the undertaking he said an expert employed by mr ramsay realized he had been hacked and found the location and logins used in the hacking and tracked the ip addresses <clears throat> a met police expert reviewed the log files and found almost 2,000 unlawful entries into the grhl emails so they didn't just do this once Shit. hutchinson and his uh two sons who were granted continued bail faced a maximum sentence of two years in prison the court heard that hutchinson senior is due to go to the hospital later this month for a hip replacement oh yeah of course i'm so weak and old i mean my hip was fine when i was fucking that young woman but now it's just so fragile from all the fucking the judge agreed to the preparation of pre-sentence reports and said all the sentencing options were open. He adjourned sentencing to June 2nd. Mm-mm-mm. Well, there you guys go. The Ramsey drama. Mm-hmm. I guess he doing more than cooking meals in his personal life. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Is that, was that supposed to be your pun? Hold on. Ah! Sorry. <laughs> Chef. Sounds like they're stuck in Hell's Kitchen now. Mm. Well, if you can't stand the heat, hop out of the frying pan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, we gotta move on. I'm gonna put that story on the back burner. <laughs> uh 
um let's get to some <laughs> I you. uh nothing's wrong with me you married me it's your fault I'm gonna be on TV in a couple of days, and the rest of these light skinned broke niggas oh, need to step their game up with your light skinned broke asses. Stop begging the white man for handouts and get on TV like we did. But not like we did. Like, don't do what we used to do, okay? Do something better. We knew and improved. Who, huh? Who, who, who this? I don't know, y'all. New phone, who this? Uh, alright. <laughs> now that it's time for, for some, some guest arrays. That's right, it's guest arrays time. Now that it's time for some guest arrays. That's right, it's guest arrays time. Well, that's right, it's time for guest arrays. The number one game going across all the podcasts, and we read and play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestants today, Karen in the chat room, to guess the race. And of course, they're all racist. All right, let's get right into it uh an ohio woman with a paw print tattoo on her chest please not guilty after she was seen in a video having sex with a dog oh an ohio woman pleaded not guilty to a misdemeanor charge of having sex with a dog but didn't they just pass that law in ohio mm-hmm. and it's only a misdemeanor it's like barely a law uh police say it was recorded on video then shared on social media amber finney what? 33 entered the plea in Warren Municipal Court on Monday, a day after her arrest, which occurred when workers at Walgreens Pharmacy recognized her as the woman from a Newport, from a news report, I'm sorry, uh, wanted to, for getting into trouble with animals and called 911. Uh, <laughs> I guess they was paying attention to that news report. Maybe that's what we need to start putting up there when black people go missing is, and look at this puppy and people are like, I'll remember that face right she went missing along with this puppy and that breed mm-hmm. a warrant Is that the negro that was with that shih tzu i remember mm-hmm. a warrant for finney's arrest has been issued in january after police learned about the bestiality video featuring the 33 year old um at around 9 p.m on sunday officers went to her home and found her hiding in the basement and crying mm-mm-mm uh according to a report finney told police the recording was a fake and that she had been drugged with something slipped into her drink investigators believe the video was genuine and that her sexual encounter with the dog took place on new year's day Ooh, i guess new year new me shiny you all right <laughs> police first learned about the incident on january 24th when they began receiving complaints from internet users claiming to have seen the video that featured finney allegedly performing sex acts on the dog according to the criminal complaint finney did knowingly engage in sexual conduct conduct with an animal or knowingly possess sell or purchase an animal uh with the intent that it be subjected to sexual conduct the suspect was booked into trumbull county jail to um uh away her next court hearing scheduled april 20th finney who goes by the moniker hood princess on facebook has owned multiple pets over the years including a pit bull mix named biggie and a black and white cat Police have not said whether the dog in the sex video is one of Finney's animals. Warren, 55 miles east of Cleveland, last year became the first Ohio city to enact a bestiality law that classifies sex with animals as a first-degree misdemeanor. Well, she did this on New Year's Day. Maybe she just felt like, I'm going to be a rebel. Like, I wasn't even trying to fuck dogs until y'all made it illegal, but now I'm going to fuck this dog. Because you won't put me in a box. 
uh punished by up to 180 days in jail and a thousand dollar fine the law was passed in the wake of a widely publicized case in which a 61 year old man was accused of repeatedly having sex with his daughter's two boxers a similar but less severe state law took effect last month uh karen guess the race of um animal lover amber finney white karen's going with white let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe Uh, i had no idea eve from rough riders was from ohio black a white woman who was loving her pet way too far white woman who regrets getting a tattoo of her ex's name dmx record records turn her own black unfortunately black black took the kissing in the mouth to the next logical level white man people are really divided over this one karen you went with black uh with white the correct answer is she was white Uh, a lot of people missed it now karen how'd you know she was white i mean she went by hood princess she had a dog named biggie none of it threw you off how'd you know look her hair is even braided i mean she definitely fucks with brothers and dogs um just saying how'd you know uh the name still sounded white even though she went by hood princess mm-hmm. and because of my races i'm like um only white people fuck dogs right there she go in her full alabaster glory look at them titties you know I mean, you know how many dogs done been up in them titties i mean black people fuck dogs too but it'd have been completely Do they? different do they do we have the evidence to back up that claim no not we don't need to be equal to the white man and everything they can have this one karen some alternative facts they can have this one they can have this one yeah we're not gonna fight them for equality on fucking dogs i mean it just don't break news Mm, nah mm -mm. stop trying to make stuff up about us uh student dies after choking during eating competition oh shit yeah well needless to say they lost yes they did <laughs> maybe karen said something ridiculous and she couldn't take it uh a 20 year old college student the daughter of port authority cop killed on, on september 11 uh died after choking on pancakes during an eating competition at sacred heart university in connecticut damn choking on pancakes wow what are the pancakes made out of caitlin nelson of clark new jersey who served as the vice principal wait vice president of community service at the school's kappa delta sorority was taking part in the greek life eating contest last thursday when she began choking after eating four or five pancakes witnesses told police she started to choke on on a pancake and uh uh, someone recognized it one of the nursing students at the competition she caught her and brought her slowly to the ground um and then she began cpr basic life support until officers showed up less than two minutes after the emergency call was made by one of the nursing students responding officers then tried to clear nelson's airway but to no avail she was rushed to st vincent medical center and was later transferred to columbia university medical center where she died sunday she was a junior at the school when she studied social work and served on the executive board of the university kappa delta sorority uh, according to linkedin page and the organization's website messages seeking comment uh were not returned uh man that is that's sad uh, well guess the race of 
uh damn then they go into like how her father died and shit anyway guess the race uh caitlin nelson uh who died eating pancakes oh white she didn't use maple syrup mm. is that a black thing i don't know uh let's check the chat room dry <laughs> you think those pancakes are unseasoned is that what you're trying to say come on burger king three for 89 cents pancakes white those pancakes must have been dry white not chicken and waffles white damn white co-ed white probably put boysenberry syrup on them becky with the bad chewing habits white you didn't say aka a delta greek so white white kappa delta equal white girl oh man you guys are certain on this one huh definitely a white lady huh that's what y'all think only white people like pancakes now well you got damn right she was white I'm, I'm kind of ashamed of y'all's response to this guys okay because i personally believe that white lives matter to me I'm sorry. Uh, let's uh move on to <laughs> bonus round. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points. Double the race for the bonus round against the race so far karen is two for two Woo-hoo! a lot of the chat room is one one and one so we'll see how it finishes um a mit graduate 40 years old has been indicted on weapons of mass destruction and terror charges after police find explosive materials strong enough to penetrate a military tank at his vegas home well goddamn well goddamn indeed karen an MIT graduate 40 has been indicted on terrorism and weapons of mass destruction charges after police found explosives strong enough to penetrate a military tank in his home. Nikolai Howard Mork was arrested on Wednesday after police found huge quantities of bomb making ingredients in his Las Vegas home. He must have went all through the periodical table. Mm-hmm. Breaking bad. What's this and this and this? Oh yeah, let's put that shit together. Police were first alerted to the suspect after they were able to tie him to eight Molotov cocktails left near seemingly random homes in the Southeast Valley neighborhood on Las Vegas. Shit. When they searched his home, they discovered a vast quality of bomb-making materials. Uh, Cops also found 17 hard drives on a desktop computer which contained violent child pornography. Jesus. He was like, just in case they have any doubt. (laughs) Ha! I want them to know I'm evil as fuck. Uh, images of Mork having sex with seemingly unconscious women. Oh, he's a rapist too. Okay. Uh, Chief Deputy Clark County Dexter Attorney Jacob Villani says he also had a up, underskirt photos of women he seems to have taken with a hidden camera inside of a rolling bag and a video of Mork beating a woman inside his apartment. The same woman was apparently later found unconscious in the lobby of his apartment complex. Wow. I'm not going on a limb here and say, Karen, does not sound like a good guy. I hate to make a snap judgment like that, but uh, that's what you guys, that's what they pay us the big bucks for here. Ooh, I'm glad that caught his ass when he blew something up for real. Uh, yeah. No charges have been brought for the disturbing fines on his computer as police are still reviewing the material. Oh, the poor person has got to look at that. 
not only that the, the, the women that got the contact were like hey do you remember having sex with this man no because i was unconscious then he beat me and threw me in the lobby Right. But Vellani warned that Mork, who once spent a summer studying abroad in Russia, posed an extreme danger to the community. His crimes are running the gamut at this point. We're just trying to to get a hold of what exactly we're looking at here. Mork's mother, Joan of Duluth, Minnesota, who said her son was taking medication for anxiety and depression, said her son had become increasingly paranoid in recent years. He's not a man we recognize, she said. Mork was first arrested in December 29th at one of the homes, at one of his homes, and he got more than one home in the southern las vegas neighborhood at the police evacuated residents for several nearby houses an arrest report found that mork who was discovered was in possession of large quantities of potentially incendiary chemicals they included 251 pounds of 251 pounds of ammonium nitrate that's like a barrel or something 26 pounds of aluminum nine and a half pounds of red iron oxide 33 pounds of mixture of ammonium nitrate and aluminum powder referred to as tannerite when combined these them a lot of pounds yeah when combined these chemicals can lead to an explosive result which could cause substantial damage to morgue's residents and the homes around him the report stated it noted that the nitric acid was a particular concern that it was extremely dangerous um morgue appeared to realize the dangerous potential of his substance as it was clearly isolated and stored away from all other organic and inorganic material oh he knew police also recover a walther p22 caliber handgun with a serial number altered as well as a silencer the suspect then posted two hundred twenty thousand dollars bail uh had posted his two hundred twenty thousand dollar bail with the help of his mother until he was rearrested on wednesday without incident it's currently being held on eight million dollars bail what the fuck was he planning to do dog why did his mom bail him out he, fuck that nigga you going you uh, you uh, you going to jail now right that'd have been me Mm-mm. he faces charges of creating weapons of mass destruction and acts of terrorism and setting incendiary devices like volatile cocktails to explode the incidents involved the use of attempted of uh use of sabotage coercion or violence intended to create or cause great bodily harm or death to the general population and of course substantial destruction i mean and or cause substantial destruction contamination or impairment of any building infrastructure utilities or services defense attorney woldridge uh argues that all of the materials in his client's possession were legal legal and commercially available at that quantity though what the fuck the manner in which yeah yeah what the fuck are they talking about the average person i mean i mean you literally got the pound of i mean all these goddamn pounds you got two or three people for pounds what are we talking about here Mm-hmm. all right karen guess the race oh that that, that that's uh crazy scientist white crazy scientist white all right let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe uh cobra commander level evil white he was ridic- he had ridiculous amounts of explosives they would have destroyed his life long ago without having that much evidence if he had been arab or otherwise of color mm, they weren't tracking that that's true put him under the jail cell white but he was an angel as a child so white yo they literally had that in the article i just didn't read it uh mit molotov bombs up the skirt videos eugene before the za white oh <laughs> I like to we think you think Gene with two upskirt videos. Mork and Mindy, Jared from Subway, Big Bang Theory, White. Radicalized Mork and Mindy was just a prank, bro. White. Next left Marvel bad guy white. His white teachers believed in him. <laughs> Pepsi drinker who doesn't believe the Jews in Germany were gas white. Gave it away when they mentioned his mental health white. The correct answer is white.
yeah he looked like an evil ass uh lex luthor motherfucker um, oh yeah look at him bald head mm-hmm. think he walter white and shit sword ratchet this time guys mm-hmm. ready to talk trash superman mm-hmm kryptonite suit welcome into his evil layer right. take the field and morph mm-hmm. man up. Ah! he just got mayor of the city mm-hmm. ah! uh gloucester man admitted that he lost his temper when he threatened his roommate while welding a traditional okinawa sword but insisted he never intended to hurt the young woman as his case was continued without a finding yesterday in peabody district court Mm-mm. Mm-mm. i lost my temper charles parisi 35 told the court saying he would take responsibilities for his actions that he never threatened the victim with the sword but was only holding it during the altercation she doesn't have to live in fear i will stay away Mm-mm. your sword named after the city i'm good dog a scythe uh judge uh richard a maury asked inquiring about the weapon like the thing they used to cut wheat back in the day lawyers told maury the weapon parisi had been holding during the incident was actually a scythe a sword with two curved prongs used in martial arts oh kind of like uh raphael's weapon in ninja turtles mm. Sai, i seemingly bewildered maury asked twice more at the end of the, of the hearing gloucester police responded to a report of domestic disturbance on november 10th and a resident there said parisi had shoved his girlfriend during an argument while the woman was holding her nine-month-old son court documents show parisi told police the quarrel started over marijuana here's the thing i like how i began to call her his roommate this is a domestic violence incident like don't try to uh just somebody live there he said she don't need to be there the victim told police parisi picked up the described a long metal dagger in court and told the woman you're going to get beat up keep asking i'm sure it was nothing personal uh parisi admitted to police later that he made the threat but said he didn't mean it oh well then god let him go he's got a heart of gold during the court proceeding yesterday the victim tearfully told maury she's been in constant fear since the encounter that the most important thing to her is that parisi undergo anger management and mental health treatment which was ordered by the judge parisi admitted sufficient facts existed to convict him on charges of assault and battery and assault and battery with a dangerous weapon he is required to stay away from the victim and undergo treatment as part of the agreement which continues to, uh, the case for 18 months parisi told the court he has a bachelor degree in communications is required to stay out of trouble and have no contact with the victim in addition to the counseling will your bachelor of arts help you get by more he said to parisi quoting the 1972 song dialogue by chicago i say yes very much start acting like a college graduate uh all right guys uh we'll talk to you tomorrow uh we have more sassy judges giving their opinions <laughs> uh, until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.